Hey, horror fans, if you are enjoying our podcast, please subscribe on Spotify or iTunes and give us a great rating. It'll help spread the word. Thank you. Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. And this is I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. A horror movie podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us tonight. We are talking about Annabelle Comes Home, made in or released in 2019. I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. I'm Lorena. Our nice special guest. Our special guest is with us again. But this is All special. The, the special, or is it no, like it's, special? It's make, it's, no, it's becoming less special the more often you're here. Okay, so it's not you're like kind of, special, air quotes. Like, oh, yeah. No, not that kind of special. Okay. No, you're kind of uh, Henry Zabrowski. This I am. Podcast the kind of like, yes. He was like a guest, and then he came to every single I know. One. When am I going to officially not be a guest? I don't know. I would like to know that. Well, our cover art's done. Okay. And yeah. it's, we paid for it. It's done. Damn it. <laughs> you paid for done. it? I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, the so, boyfriend didn't. Oh, well, he's a good guy. Start giving us money so we can have a new cover and I will not be guest forever. I don't know. Yeah. I love our cover art. I know. I, I like it. I just draw myself with Katie's looking like, ugh. And I'm like. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I mean, Lorraine and my hair is not that different. Me, the character of me on the cover could just be either of us. Because mm-hmm. we're the scaredy cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why the ones are screaming. Mm-hmm. That's my life. I love screaming. Yes. So, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, so, I think, okay, truth be told, we just recorded Annabelle Creation uh, about t- 10 minutes ago. Shh, don't tell anybody. This is Please. like behind the scenes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even we're care. We're just, we're keeping it real with you. We, we don't even Because care. we trust you and we want this relationship to be based on trust. Exactly. So I trust you guys. Sure. I'm writing the emails. <laughs> okay, could we go back to that? Could we tell, you know. Nobody's sending us emails. Yeah, That's Lorena fine. desperately wants emails. We all want, though, I really want to just send them to the trash if I don't like them. Like, trash! <laughs> Off with yeah. your head! If you'd like to send us a recommendation... Or compliments or accolades. Um, <laughs> send it to I'm not scared, you are scared at gmail.com. All one word. Just mash wow. it all together. I mean, I want to see what people, I mean, what people find is scary. Like if there's a movie that they are just want us to talk about. Like I don't know. This I, I want to know what people do while they're listening to us. Like, is it a workout thing? Is it a I'm driving in the car thing? Is it like a bubble bath thing? I hope it's not I'm crying in the corner thing. Yeah. Yeah, I I like listen to most of my podcasts while I'm taking a bath, unloading Mm and loading dishes, folding laundry, doing yard work. Like, I'm not going to sit around doing. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. always doing something. Doing stuff like a chump. Yeah. And not listening to something. (laughs) Yeah, what do you look at if you're sitting there listening to a podcast and doing nothing else? Yeah. I'm driving you, Sully. So yeah. I'm Usually I'm driving. Yeah. Yelling at people. That's my, or that's doing my like hobby. domestic sort of things. Domestic that stuff, I, yes. I'm like, I'm so bored. I'm loading the dishwasher. I should listen to Last Podcast and the Left or My Favorite Murder or something. That's true. Those are the podcasts we love. Yeah. I yeah. Love them. I so, only so. listen to us. Over. You'll listen to I don't us. Know, I never <laughs> listen to <laughs> one of our episodes. I just can't I always listen master. once. Ugh. To make sure nothing funky's happened to the audio, uh-huh. and we just uploaded it without no- noticing. <laughs> I don't even tell my kids. I keep on telling them, oh, I don't know where, I don't know what platform. And the other day they found it, and I'm like, oh, God, please don't listen to it while I'm home. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of embarrassing. It. But whatever. I digress. Um, so I guess we can, you know... We, we can do a quick, like, what's new with you. I only shared about my video game playing, but, like, Katie, did you have anything new I actually share? did hold something back. Yeah, did you hold what something back? I did, because um, I talked about how I just got back from my New York trip. Uh-huh. What I didn't talk about was what I have coming this weekend, um, which is super cool. I'm having four uh, friends of mine from high school are um, coming to visit and stay with me for the weekend, for, like, a little girls' weekend. So two of them are um, still live in Sacramento, which is where we're all from and where we went to high school. So they're coming from Sacramento. One of them lives in Hayward, and she's Mm -hmm. coming from there. And then one lives in San Luis Obispo, so she's coming a little bit further. But everybody will be showing up at my house tomorrow, and we're going to have an awesome weekend. We booked um, an escape room 
Oh, nice. Downtown in the financial district, they have one, and it's like, um, you know, there's like five or six different themes or whatever that yeah, you yeah. can pick, and so we picked one, and we have our reservations for Saturday. I've never done an escape room before. So, so it's going to be all girls. Yes. Are you going to dance naked under the moon? Any blood sacrifices? It's too cold here too. for naked moon dancing. What about just the blood? A little bit. Like, you know, a little bit of blood sacrifice. Just a one. But probably not. Damn you it. don't even do that because it's too much effort. Oh, that's yeah. true. But you, you know what? Maybe somebody does. Please invite me. Um, <laughs> you never know. But yeah, so that actually, I mean, I did I did have something to share that awesome. I didn't share last time. I'm very excited about that. And uh, maybe next time we record, I will say how successful and illuminating and life-altering the weekend was. And always remember, you can always have a blood sacrifice. Yeah, I'm sure that that will come up. You never know. I will give you a call. Please do so. <laughs> FaceTime me. <laughs> so did you hold anything back last time? I Lorena? did. I did. I have to say that I finally watched Rick and Morty. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Me neither, and I can't stop watching it. Just yeah, that's that's what I did. It's very adulting of me. I watch Rick and Morty with my children. It's a secret, but very adulting, very adulting. <laughs> that's good. Please you don't have, judge like, the me. Thing you're doing together. Yeah, I know. I'm judging I don't, you. I, don't I watch know. all sorts of weird stuff with my kids, like yeah, Bear Bear. And I stuff. don't know. After watching a couple episodes, I, you know what? I was like, you know what? I think we have money for therapy so let's just keep on watching <laughs> but, uh, what about you Meredith what did you do oh you watched something too oh you I've did. just been binging shows because I've been well I was in grad school and then working and then I've just it's been like the past two years of, of crazy you're so behind it's embarrassing I was like Jesus. super behind so I have like a list of stuff I need to catch up on um, so I've watched Mayor of Easttown, which I binged in like two days. I was like staying up till like two in the morning watching it. Okay. I'm not a... In the you don't stop. do that. I don't do that. I am the one that stays yeah. up till three in the morning. Like, let me wash my face. I, I can't do another episode. It's only because it's like summertime. So when school starts, I'm going to be like nine o'clock time for bed. <laughs> like, you know, because I'm going to get up really early. But. You know, I think I just came up with a solution to your problem. What? What? So, it, it, I mean, our, our listeners don't know necessarily what Meredith's problem is. Meredith's problem is she's too smart um, and has this exceptional quality in her brain. For, where, for, let's, for some context, I don't claim to be smart. I don't say, hey, everyone, I'm just so smart all the time. Okay, well, I mean, I was trying to be complimentary, but so we could just leave it as Meredith's brain works in a unique way mm-hmm. where she, as soon as she starts watching something, she immediately knows how it's going to end and she's always right. And mm-hmm. so she's never surprised. Um, and Which it's is tragic. Kind of a bummer. Actually. Yeah, it's it's really made her life a sad, dark place. It's horrible um, being her. And so, with Mayor of Easttown, which anybody who watched it knows that it was a fairly, you know, full of twisteroos, and it was this person, it was this person, no, it was this person, it was this other one, um, and you know, kept a lot of people guessing. Not Meredith. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking about how when I was watching it, I. Um, was drinking so much that ah. usually when I went to start the next episode, I yeah, didn't no really idea. even remember what happened mm-hmm. in the one before it. That's true. So you're saying I need to drink more? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And then I'll and just like more. for the first couple episodes of something, so be, be really nice. snockered so yep. that you mm-hmm. don't have an opportunity to figure out the, the twist yeah. ending at so the beginning. Yeah. So you get the full experience. Yes. Exactly. But yeah. you have to start drunk. Have the way <laughs> That's there. the only way and you can experience continue. how it our minds work. It only works in the summertime, so I cannot, because <laughs> yes. I cannot be hungover teaching the next morning, because well, that sounds that was, terrible. What is the second grade, third grade? Second. Just stop getting hangovers. The seven-year-olds yeah. will notice. They're like, Miss Shannon, eh. Like, I'm going to have COVID. Oh. I'm like, kids, I have a headache. <laughs> You're hurling in the trash well, can. I'm like, trying to be surprised <laughs> by the show. Today is said day. this would work. But it's not. I still guessed it. Sorry. <laughs> Today is guess what I threw up. <laughs> Extra credit if you can guess. I, I oh, knew no. from the very beginning where it was going to be. <laughs> I I really liked the show though. I thought it was really good. But I've been catching up on stuff that I've been meaning to watch, like um, The Sound of Metal. I really wanted to oh, watch that. Is it, was, it good? It was okay, really good. I need to watch that. Is that the one Riz Ahmed made? Yes, and I yeah. love him. Me too. I love him. He's so him. good. He's amazing, and especially and Olivia like, Cook, star of Ouija. Mm-hmm. I love her too. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. I, mean, I just really loved it. And then 
Uh, and then Mayor of Easttown, and then I've been watching American Horror Stories. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't uh, watched any of those yet. I've it's watched, okay. There's, they're fine. Yeah. It was. I, mm. I, I felt like it was fine as like background. Like I was, did my nails and watched it, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. "This doesn't require a whole lot of brain cells to watch." Oh this. yeah, I was really expecting more, but then I think I read the reviews before I read it, so I knew that I was like, "Okay, low expectations." Yeah. It was yeah. sort of, it's fine. Yeah. And then catch up um, like, on podcasts that I missed, like, episodes and stuff. But i just been, like, want, like, consuming a lot of media, I should say, for, like, this yeah. time off of in course. the summer. So. That's a t- it's a time to catch up with all the yeah, shows. Yeah, you got to catch up and, mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. Because it ain't going to happen when school starts. Exactly. When school starts, I'll be very busy. And I have to watch <laughs> all the shows. Yep. Yeah. Um... So I think, and then for, I keep saying for those of you who are like kind of new to the podcast, like we will be giving spoilers. So if you've not watched Mm -hmm. Annabelle Comes Home. I'm literally about to tell you the end. Yeah. We're going to give all of it away. So don't be mad at us. Yeah. uh, But then maybe we want them to be mad. So they will send an email. I'm really dying for an email. You you want an angry email though? I do. I I don't want, I don't have time for that. I only want compliments. No, I want to read it and then just and like, award gifts. nominations are and also gifts. Trash that. I just want trash yeah. that. I just gifts. want something. Please no. send me something. <laughs> no. You're a guest. You can't ask for stuff. I know. Sorry. I'm a guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Katie, you are doing the recap of Annabelle Comes Home. I what? certainly am, Meredith. Shh, are you sure? Thank you. Lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> so what? maybe you'll enjoy it more hearing it from me. Instead of watching it yourself, I already watched it. Yeah, uh, but I I'll watched listen. it this morning. Yes, but as you mentioned about your brother who likes to hear about yeah. it or like read. Yeah, huh. this is like we're, we're we'll pretend we're around the campfire and you're Ooh, telling us the yeah. story. Yeah, and then later we'll short the, sheet each other's bets. The haunted, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the haunted dog. God, that doll. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> so Annabelle Comes Home, as uh, Meredith mentioned, it was released in 2019. Um, it is, uh, let's see, in terms of the timeline of our movies, um, it's actually fairly early on. It precedes all of the Conjuring movies. So the events in Annabelle Comes Home happen mm-hmm. before the content of any of the Conjuring well, movies. So back to the present in the universe kind of thing, right? Um, kind, it, yeah, it's yeah. kind of catching back up. Yeah. But it does open... So this is the third movie in a... Not in a row. Third movie in the universe that opens with the interview between Ed and Lorraine Warren mm-hmm. and the nurses about the Annabelle doll. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this... Uh, we get a little bit more in that scene um, in this movie so that we see that, like, okay, Ed and Lorraine, they take the doll mm-hmm. from the nurses. Um, so this scene, it takes place in 1968 is when this is supposed to have mm-hmm. happened. Um, and so it's shortly after the conclusion of the first Annabelle movie, Annabelle, because we mm-hmm. know at the end of that movie is the nurse's mom buying the doll. Mm-hmm. She gives the doll to the nurses. It doesn't take long for things to go badly. And so Ed and Lorraine come to pos- come into possession of the doll shortly after that. So um, then we, we see the Warrens driving home with the Annabelle doll in the back seat. And why would you put that thing in the back seat? Yeah, that's gotta go in the trunk. I mean, double trunk. Double like, trunk. I mean, you maybe put it a trailer then yes. behind you or to the roof. Strap it to the but roof. Tie, tie it to the day. roof, like yeah. Harry and the Henderson. Like Harry yeah. and the <laughs> MF and Henderson. <laughs> she's just sitting there. Did they put a seatbelt on that? I wanted to know. No, well, no, they no, were no she belt. wasn't buckled in. Back she's, then, they didn't believe. They didn't. Belt. Yeah. God, yeah, they that... probably didn't even have seatbelts in the back seat back then. They wow. might have had lap belts, but they wouldn't have you're had shoulder belts. You're in the back seat. It's like a giant you're bench in the back. Own. Yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway, so they're uh, driving home with Annabelle, and of course, during this uh, spooky, you know, evening or nighttime drive, they encounter ghosts on the way. Um, and at some point in their, you know, experiences on the drive, uh, Lorraine does say, you know, the doll, it's a beacon for other spirits. And I so like this that. is kind of like setting us up for the events that are going to take place in the movie. Is that like, because they're, you know, they've just come into possession of this doll. They're not familiar with it yet. I enjoyed um, the, the first scene. Remember when she hears the voice and then you just see Annabelle behind. 
I really, mm. yeah, it's really good. Open yeah, in. there, there's, there's some definite like spooky moments that mm-hmm. occur on this ride that really just kind of introduces them to like, oh shit, this doll's not <laughs> no joke. Um, so uh, they they get home with the doll. The priest meets them at the house. He blesses the doll. They put it in a cabinet, um, and they're like, we need an extra layer of protection. And so of course they have chapel glass. Which oh. doesn't have chapel glass laying around. Well, aren't you super Catholic? Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't and have I've that? got um, chapel glass all over the place. Do you? Mm-hmm. In your cabinets, right? In That's my cabinets, all burn. of my glasses, all of my plates, and everything are behind chapel glass. I, what, mm-hmm. I mean, chapel. It's just glass. It's just glass from a chapel. And then, yes, but so you got a chapel with like no windows somewhere. That's what I was gonna say. Then there's some like poor monk that is. Uh, Having a cold, whatever. So that's just, he's <laughs> freezing his balls off. Yeah, exactly. And the little fringe of hair that he has around his bald spot is like fluttering. Yeah, he's <laughs> so cold. He's like, I've got the sniffles. <laughs> people are making so many cabinets. Yeah. Yeah. And so they like, oh, go get the chapel glass, and like that, they've got the cabinet Voila. door made out of the chapel glass, and they they put her in the cabinet, and they lock it, and Lorraine, you know, take takes a kind of a read on the room, and she goes, okay. The evil is contained. You know, very mm-hmm. dramatic, Lorraine. She very poltergeist. Yeah, totally. The evil is. What is this? This is clean. clean. Okay. Okay. So now we are one year later. So we're in 1969, um, and we meet their daughter Judy, who's been recasted for this movie because obviously the girl that played Judy in the earlier movies is now too old to play Judy in this movie, and it's recasted with McKenna Grace, who. I absolutely love. I think she's adorable and wonderful. Oh, um, she's awesome. Yeah. And she's I did realize in, in the last episode when I said that Lulu Wilson's um, picture on IMDb looked like Emma Watson, it's not Lulu Wilson's picture. It's McKenna Grace's oh. picture that looks oh. like Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so McKenna Grace, she's uh, heading off to school this morning. She's got a uh, crucifix in tow, naturally. Um, she's being driven to school by her babysitter, Mary Allen, who's played by Madison Eisman, who I love because she's in the Jumanji remake movies. So she plays good. Bethany in those. And she's just, like, sweet and adorable. And in this movie, she's she's, she's very, like, the good girl babysitter. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just, just the good girl. But she's, like... Well, she's, like, pretty good. She's a pretty yeah. good babysitter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you she's just nice. Yeah. Like, you know, she's really, she's just great. You I mean, really I wanted like to hate her because she was the cookie-cutter blonde, but yeah. I love her. Yeah, she she's was great. really good. Well, and that's kind of her character in Jumanji, yes. too, is, like, she's yeah. supposed to be the, like, stereotypical, like, Instagram, like, whatever bimbo, but then you realize, you're like, oh, you know, you actually really like her. Anyway. she's Joe Black. So she is um, Mary Ellen, who is Judy's, like, kind of regular standard often mm-hmm. babysitter. Um, so the Warrens are going to be gone overnight that night, and so Mary Ellen is going to be staying overnight with Judy. Do we know, sorry, do we know where they go? No. They didn't say, right? No. Okay. I thought no. that I missed. Little little sexy there. getaway, maybe? I want to know. <laughs> are they investigating the haunting? That's what I. That's what I thought I missed. But I because you got to do it at night, right? I mean, you have to. Yeah, what else you I that's when know. things are active. Yeah. Um, like, did they take their train to London again? <laughs> right. It's again. a long train. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for <still>. real. <laughs> um. So once uh, Judy's at school, we learn why she brought the crucifix with her. Because um, in the yard, she sees a ghost standing there, um, and it's the ghost of a priest. Mm-hmm. Um, the one. That's where the chapel glass came from. Yeah, that, that priest died from pneumonia because, because his chapel had no glass. We discovered the side story. That's it. <laughs> this recap's going to take a while. Sorry. <laughs> 45 minutes sorry. later. That's okay, because once the recap's done, the you guys just need like, I hated it. And that's all we're going to have to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. Like, Good day. Good day. <laughs> yeah. So while Judy is at school, Mary Ellen has told her that she's going to go to the store during her free period at high school because she is, like, the best babysitter ever, and Judy's birthday is coming up, and so Mary Ellen is going to the store to get supplies for birthday celebration for Judy um, that night. Um, Mary Ellen's friend Daniela, um, we, we meet her. She's the other kind of main character. Um, and we find out that she's very obsessed with the Warrens, quote, ghost hunting. Um, at the store, we also meet Bob, who is the like cute little guy who obviously has a crush on Mary Ellen. And Mary Ellen obviously has a crush on him, too. And they're both being really cute about it. Um, I love that they call him Bob's Got Balls. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm all about that nickname. Um <laughs> And we also find out that Mary Ellen has asthma at this point because, you know, she's so panicked about seeing the boy she has a crush on. She has an asthma attack. Um, <laughs> so, so we all have those. It, I mean, right? It happens. Crush asthma attacks? You never know. Um, so, oh, wait, my, my iPad zoomed all over the place. 
Hmm. Now Just, we're at. Okay. Yeah. So Judy has, her school days ended. Um, we see her kind of getting bullied by this kid named Anthony. Another girl like says to Judy that she's like, sorry, I can't come to your birthday party. And she says, my parents say I'm not ready to process death yet. That was horrible. <laughs> and, and Judy like looks at her and goes, it's a birthday party. Mm-hmm. So that was like kind of hilarious. But you're getting a glimpse of what it's like to be Anne Lorraine's daughter in the real world. Um, and then Judy also sees the ghost priest again. And then we also see at the school, there's this like bust of this priest. And we realize that like, he must've been, you know, a principal or a teacher there or something before he died. And, and she's seeing him there. Um, so at home after school, Judy and Mary Ellen are making a birthday cake. Daniela shows up. She wants to see the artifact room and Judy and Mary Ellen are like, uh, no way. Absolutely. You can't go in the artifact room. And so Daniela's like, hey, look, I got you a birthday present. And she gives Judy a set of her old roller skates. Um, And so while Mary Ellen is taking Judy skating around the block, Daniela goes snooping in Ed's office and she finds the keys to the artifact room. Behind Jesus. Yeah, right. When Jesus falls down, the keys will appear. Um, so of course in the, in the artifact room, she's like rifling through everything. She's touching everything she sees. Um, and then she takes a photo out of her pocket and kind of unfolds it and calls out for this, a presence. And after she does this, the Annabelle doll falls forward against the chapel glass. Um, and Daniela's like, oh, oh, what's this? And of course she has Ed's keys. So she unlocks the cabinet and is like, hmm, I kind of just checking things out. But then she smells the birthday cake burning in the oven that she was supposed to be watching out for while they were roller skating. And so she rushes off for the burning cake and leaves the cabinet unlocked. And Annabelle falls out. So once again, we have like, oh, look at me. I've unleashed the demon. Bye. Running off. <laughs> There's cake. Well, it's cake. There's yeah. cake burning. We cake. can't let the cake burn. Yeah. Demons be damned. I know. It's all about the cake. Especially a strawberry cake. <laughs> For sure. Oh, oh. Yeah. The strawberry cake is not... Sorry, no strawberry cake lovers, Yeah, but. I've, I, I have some people that, that ask me for those, and I'm like, whatever you say, boss. I refuse to make you that variety of cake. I insist you pick a reasonable flavor. Yeah. That is not good. <laughs> um, so after, you know, Judy has her skating adventure, she's in the back feeding chickens because, of course, they have chickens because they're awesome. And while she is outside with Daniela and Mary Ellen is inside, the doorbell rings. Um, and so Mary Ellen goes and she like looks out the window and there's like nobody there, but then she hears a voice asking for Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Mary Ellen's like, who the fuck is Annabelle? Mm-hmm. And she, um, so she opens the door and standing like away down on the edge of the porch facing the wall is little B, like the little girl from Annabelle creation that played the young Annabelle character that was killed. So the mm-hmm. spirit Annabelle, um, and it's like, huh? And then she disappears. Um, so this is kind of the beginning of the real disturbances that take place throughout the the course of this evening. Um, next, Judy sees the Annabelle doll in the upstairs bedroom, which obviously is news to her that Annabelle is not locked in the case anymore. The doll's there, and then it's gone. Um, then Judy finds a miss me note. Um, and she sees a ghost bride that's like freaking out with a knife mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so at this point, Judy confesses to Mary Ellen that she sees ghosts like her mom does. Um, and Mary Ellen, because she's the best babysitter in the world, points out that ghosts used to be people and not all people are bad. So maybe not all ghosts are bad. At this point, you know, so, like, Daniela is back in Ed's office just being like, I own this place, Mm -hmm. these, like, people that I've never met. And she's reading um, a scrapbook that is basically a lot of the um, Warren's old cases, including the Ferryman, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, the guy with coins on his eyes, the Hellhound, which is basically, like, your standard Twilight werewolf, um, the Haunted Wedding Dress, which is the bride that Judy's already Mm -hmm. seen upstairs. Um, Now, all three of them are in the office, and they're going through a bunch of stuff, and then Mary Ellen, good babysitter Mary Ellen's like, hey, maybe let's do something a little less gruesome. Um, Let's play a game. And so she pulls um, a game out of the closet that's called Feely Mealy, which I'm like, I'm loving that name. (laughs) I'm loving it. Um, And Judy goes, I've never seen that before, but the viewer has seen it before because it was on a shelf in the artifact room earlier Mm -hmm. when Daniela was in there, and now all of a sudden it's in a closet in the main house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So playing Feely Mealy, and then, you know, we get a little pop-in of Bob, who it turns out actually lives across the street from the Warrens, and he's just coming over to say hi. But of course he knows he can't come in because, you know, she's babysitting, and, you know, they wouldn't want her to have a boy in the house, and he wouldn't want to come in anyway, and they're both so, like, perfect and cute and adorable, so... <laughs> 
Bob goes away. Um, so the girls, they have pizza, they have birthday cake. Daniela and Mary Ellen are putting Judy to bed. Um, and they get interrupted by Bob serenading Mary Ellen from outside the so window. With his guitar is so sweet. Um, okay, so now, um, Daniela, like, says goodbye to the girl. She leaves the house. Um, but as she's walking away, she realizes that she still has Ed's keys in her pocket. And so she sneaks back into the house so that she can put them away. Um, and she ends up back in the artifact room. Um, so at this point, we learn why Daniela is so fixated on the supernatural and is seeking it out is because she blames herself for her dad's death um, because she, they were in a car together. Daniela was driving. There was an accident and her dad was killed. Um, it was actually his photo that she got out earlier. And so she's, you know, she wants to be in there and she's so interested in all this because she's trying to contact him. Because obviously, like, she misses him and she's guilty and she feels responsible for his death. Um, so, you know, like, basically the, the bulk of the movie that ensues from this part is the, the four characters, you know, the three girls inside and Bob outside getting pursued by various apparitions um, that we know based on the foreshadowing from Lorraine. Um, all of these spirits and, and beings are being powered up by Annabelle's energy now that she's been unleashed. Um, so Bob is outside mostly contending with the hellhound. Um, at one point, he actually saves Judy from the hound because Judy's gone outside to get Mary Ellen's asthma inhaler out of the car. And the hound attacks and Bob intervenes and he's like super heroic and cute and everything. Mm -hmm. um, during all of this nonsense, Daniela does get possessed by the haunted wedding dress. Mm -hmm. um, and so while she's, you know, rampaging in that manner, um, Judy and Mary Ellen are... Um, because Judy, Judy's like, you know, super smart. She's Ed and Lorraine's daughter. She knows what's going on. And she knows that they need to capture Annabelle and get her back in the cabinet and get her locked up so that, because she knows that that, you know, is going to stop everything. And so Judy and Mary Ellen are working together to try and uh, get their hands on the doll and get her back in the case to stop the disturbances. Um, so then, of course, Daniela, like, <laughs> bursts into the room in this haunted wedding dress trying to murder them both. She's like, time to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. Um, and they're able to um, free her from the possession um, of the of the haunted bride, and so the three of them like are teamed up, and they manage to get Annabelle back in the cabinet and locked up. And then Judy, bless her little heart, just like her mommy goes, the evil has been contained. I'm like the apple does not fall far from the dramatic tree. <laughs> So we fast forward to um, Judy's actual birthday and her actual birthday party. And at first, no one's there and it's super depressing. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody shows up and we find out because the awesome babysitter and babysitter's Aww. best friend, who's now all her best friend of, like, you know, got the neighborhood kids all going and they all show up, including Anthony, the kid who was bullying Judy before. It turns out he's actually Danielle's little brother. And she was, like, probably, like, I'm going to kick your ass if you don't mm -hmm. apologize and come to this party. He also peed like, he pees on his <laughs> yeah, she tells, she tells Judy that he still wants his bed. Um, and so, you know, Danielle makes him apologize, and Judy's just super happy to, to have everybody there. Um, and then the last scene is um, Lorraine and Daniela are in the artifact room, and Lorraine, because um, she has found the photo of Daniela's dad that she left behind, and she's returning it to her, and basically gives her a message from her dad. Um, so it's, like, kind of a happy ending. Um but the one thing about the final line, because Lorraine tells Daniela this story about how she, you know, she did stupid stuff, too. She ran off with a boy one time for three days and her parents didn't know or whatever. And so then, like, as they're walking away, as the credits are coming, um, you know, Daniela says, oh, does Mr. Warren know? And she goes, he was the boyfriend. So you're like, oh, that's super cute. But the thing that bugs me about that and we'll you know, we can talk about this when we talk about the nun, but it's like. And if you look at, like, the timeline and when The Nun was supposed to take place and when Lorraine Warren was born and everything, it's like, Lorraine was a novitiate to enter the the nunnery yeah. when she was 25. So, like, at what point did she run away with but Ed, her Ed. boyfriend, for three days and her parents didn't know where she was? Like, then did she and Ed break up and she briefly did this nun's life and then she went back to him? Like, it just, it's a, it's a continuity breach. Obviously, it's not... It's not meant to be, not meant to jive. Um, mm -hmm. But when I hear that line, I'm like, wait a minute. It doesn't, that doesn't go with work. the flow. 
Yeah, so They're I like, we're a cute couple. We're just trying to make sure you know this. <laughs> we love each other. We're rubbing it over Very and over. Very much. Mm-hmm. It's like, fine, whatever. It's like rubbing it and rubbing it. Like, fine, yeah, you're great. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, you, and you know so, what happened? I married her. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard this story before. <laughs> oh, whatever. Just I love how we love them and we're making them so creepy and talking so much shit. <laughs> we adore them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but they're very cheesy. They are. Yeah. Quite they're cheesy. super but that, cheesy. But that's what makes it, that's what makes it. Yes. Yeah. So that is Annabelle Comes Home in a nutshell. And she comes home. But wasn't she always home? This was her arrival in the artifact room, which in theory is, is now her home. Mm-hmm. And, and this was... And she doesn't behave. Yeah. And they had her in there safely secured for a whole year before dumbass Daniela showed up and let her out. Yeah. Being naughty. naughty. Exactly. And super naughty. Being so naughty. Babysitters. Yeah. They suck. So Meredith. Mm, what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> was this scary? Uh, it was, it had some jump, jumpy scare moments. Mm-hmm. This is not my favorite in the Conjuring Universe, like, movies. Is I don't, it your least favorite? No. It's oh. not my least favorite. Okay. Um, I think, I think it would be the Conjuring 3 would be my least favorite. Yeah. I gotta rewatch that. It really that. wasn't. Yeah. I might have to also, because I know we have to do an episode about yeah. it, but uh, kind of... What was, that one? I was probably, like, doing laundry at the same, same time, too, so yeah. I'm uh-huh. like, eh. uh, I really enjoyed, though, uh, the different artifacts, like, the different spirits, spirits and stuff. I liked the fairy man. The fairy man I was did. what I thought. Like, I thought the werewolf was kind of super cheesy. I yeah. was like, okay, no. I mean, I'll, um, I'm Team Jacob all the way, but <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. I loved the fairy man, though. Those coins, mm-hmm. like, in which she kept looking. Good. That was good. Yeah. That, that was, was very suspenseful. Something new. Scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really, I appreciated that. I also really liked when Judy was watching a uh, game show and you mm-hmm. see the Raggedy Ann doll. Uh, on the yeah. game show, and you're like, oh, uh, but, like if you're any fan of the Conjuring universe or know anything about the editing, or listened to our episode mm-hmm. up for Annabelle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. or know about Ed, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know that the actual Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Ann doll, mm-hmm. and that's that's the actual doll. It's not a creepy Victorian doll that looks like it will actually murder you in the mm-hmm. night. It's, it's it's very innocuous, uh, mass-produced doll. I mean, I had a Raggedy Ann doll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think most of us in the 80s. I mean, brag much? So, I mean, <laughs> she had one. Yeah, I had one. <laughs> but it was not possessed. It was not possessed. It was boring and <laughs> so she turned away. around. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of fun. Um, but really, I didn't... F- I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't super much like it was one of those where I'm like okay I watched it and I was like that's fine like <laughs> I didn't think it was the worst but I didn't think it was like amazing mm-hmm. either I felt like it was a little bit like oh this is like we just want to make some cash yep. kind of mm-hmm. I didn't oh, it felt like a cash grab kind of mm-hmm. like it didn't feel like it was I didn't feel like it had the heart in it there was that nothing new. other movies yeah. had. There was nothing new. Like, it was kind of like, there were jump scares. There was the fairy man, which it was new. But still, it was just, too, I I watched it. I enjoyed it. But I'm with you. Like, I thought that it was like, let's cash on Annabelle. Yeah. And make another another movie. Spend, like, just a little bit of money. Because it really is, like, a few actors. And it's just one set. And just, like, you know, make movies. Oh, profit. I... I, that's why I didn't like it, but I do, I think it was, so when I rewatch it, so what happens, like, the first time I, I thought it was okay, had some jump scares, and then the next time around when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, okay, why is this movie here? Why are we revisiting the, um, the museum, you know, the, the place where all the haunted things are? Are we trying to find the next thing? You know, like, you know, how, like, we saw Annabelle. Are we gonna find something else? It's like one of these objects gonna take me to the next step in the universe. Are we gonna continue to go back to objects? So I think that that's when I start watching like a little bit more to see if there was anything that was gonna be the inspiration for another movie or another sequel or something. But I just I 
did not really scream that much, which is really bad. <laughs> and I really loved my screams. I closed all the windows. I was all by myself. I put everybody in. Nothing happens. And I was like, I could scream. <laughs> if Lorraine is not screaming, then you know. <laughs> I was like, no, come on, just walk. Fun, fun, fun. It was a couple of ones. I was really, uh, I loved the, the dress. Okay, but the one part that they lost me, and I don't know you guys, but the, um, the exorcism through Zoom, they lost me in that one. Oh, that total! It was like in my head. I was like, "Oh, they're having an exorcism." So they had, they had a real-to-real um, recording of another exorcism that Ed had, uh, you know, performed. Mm-hmm. And the way that they were able to get the bride demon out of Daniela was basically they aimed the projector at her, and the image of Ed exorcising from the projector was effective at a zoom at exorcism. That's it. The digital age. I was like, oh my God, they knew the the pandemic Mm -hmm. was coming. That was like, okay, that was, that just lost me. Uh, (laughs) I I, I got the, to me, it was the feeling that it was just a money grab. It's kind of like, okay, let's see what else can we do? Um, I just didn't see anything new. Like it was nothing new. Like it was just jump scares. There was nothing that I could be like, okay, it's good. Uh, the actors made it for me always because they were good. I was invested in them. Yeah. I was like, I think I watch it thinking like something new is going to happen. Something yeah. new is going to happen and nothing did. But I loved them. I mean, they were like so compelling and I really enjoyed their performance and I was with them, but nothing really happened. Yeah, I think out the gate, I, I wanted to love it mm-hmm. because I love McKenna Grace yeah. and I really like, you know, Madison from Jumanji. I love those those actresses. So I was, it's like we talk about with Ed and Lorraine, like mm-hmm. we love them as a couple in the movies and yes. so we just want to watch. We want to watch um, it, yes. So I felt that way about those two characters with this one, but... Um, and I, I can't make the argument that this is the, the purpose that the movie would fulfill in the universe. Uh-huh. But when you think about it, like, you know, because they do in several of the movies, like, talk about this idea, like, of the artifact room, mm-hmm. like this whole idea. And Ed does explain to people on, on different occasions why, like, A, why you can't just destroy the vessel because mm-hmm. that, you know, it's it will just release the, the evil. Mm-hmm. You have to keep the vessel contained. And um, why it's safer to just have them all in this one room mm-hmm. where they can be monitored and blessed and locked up and, like, all of that stuff. And so, but it is that creepy idea of you're living in a house with yeah. this room mm-hmm. full of all this haunted shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so it's, I thought it was kind of a fun idea to be like, because they can't make a movie for every single artifact in that room, but not. let's like make a movie where like they all just explode yeah. into activity all at once. And like, like you had that, was it like the samurai armor? Yeah. Like, my favorite. They, you know, you just, you uh, have no idea what's happening it. with that one. Like there, there's really not a lot of them that you you actually see but like like the whole scene when Danielle is trapped in the artifact room and she's watching on that TV yeah. and she's seeing the time delay yeah. like I thought that was really creepy it is good and I, I'm with you on the concept like I'm with you with the con- because I, I I was thinking okay let's explore this mm-hmm. I think the the development and the way it was it was there was nothing new as in scary like there was yeah. nothing new. you knew when it was going to happen i love the concept i love the fact that they were like we're in this house mm-hmm. and we we're going to see what it is to live in yeah. a haunted house because every time i see their home i'm like what how does it feel to just sleep there no one like and that goddamn wallpaper I'm, I'm sorry. Roses I, on I'm it? sorry. I was, and it's I, everywhere. I love it. I love it. You it do. Was, I love it because it was so creepy. It, it was so creepy. It was just the yeah, whole ambiance of creepiness. True. I love that. Every time I was like, oh, I was yeah. thinking it's gonna be. Pre- I was prepared for like a something exciting, but then it was again like the door. You know, like the wedding dress, the same as the nun. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a repetition of the tricks mm-hmm. with different characters. But I'm with you. I would love to see more of that room. But uh, but I don't know. Like you know, original. Just not this way. <laughs> but original. Like make it original. Like make it something new. Not like oh, okay. I know what's gonna happen. You know. Yeah, I didn't feel that way. I didn't like. Um, I feel because we. I think that the ferryman. We probably all agree. Like that would be the scariest I, yeah. one that they came up with in in this mm-hmm. one. But like the scene where Mary Ellen. I think it's like because the power went out and she. Like, she has the flashlight, and she's in the kitchen, 
and oh. then like the I mean that whole scene yeah, that's a, that kind of really a lot of scene it's like a couple minutes that's a good scene. and yeah. like nothing really happens at the end of it but it left it leaves me so creeped out mm-hmm. that like because I can't remember I know that there was that time recently when we had a power outage in the middle of me watching one of these movies I don't mm-hmm. remember if this is the I think this might have been the one it was but just like that like watching something like that and then trying to walk through my own home at night oh. I'm creeped out I told you you have to walk like a human. <laughs> I don't know how people just walk I was screaming like ah that's how I go through like everything that has no light on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it is definitely like it's it's super different from all of the rest of them because they all tell one story, mm-hmm. and this did try to cram a lot of different. But it wasn't trying to tell each of those no. stories. It was trying to because it was all still about Annabelle and her animating and amplifying mm-hmm. all of these other spirits. Uh. Um, but you know, like I don't I don't think that it's worse than all the rest of them. I just think it, it is really different. It's a different style. Yeah. Um, I think I, we would leave it, like, I think we would just, I mean, to me, every time I watch one of these movies, like, in the universe, I'm waiting for something new, something different, right? Mm-hmm. Because they all have something different. This one, it had the ferryman, and mm-hmm. I thought that that was really creepy, and the whole time, like, the story, that was awesome. But yeah. there was no more about it. Like, that's it. It was just, like, we yeah. just, it was kind of like a one-dimension type of thing. Well, and there is the same, like, if, if you look at the behaviors of Annabelle I mean that's very repetitious like what what the doll does Mm -hmm. is the same in all three of the the Annabelle movies um and that's actually a part that I wrote down that I thought was the hilarious at the point in this one where Judy is asleep in bed and Mary Ellen goes in to check on her and she's like fixing the blankets and she finds the Annabelle doll and she just leaves it there like cool and I mean now that I'm thinking about it you know she's never been in the artifact room she had no idea she didn't know that that's where it was from but like god damn that thing looks creepy as hell get out of bed with her she's like let me go tuck you into yeah that was like like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." it reminded me of the um like the ugliest doll contest, like <laughs> online on Twitter, I can't remember where it was, and it had like these dolls that looked like straight up busted, and like they're gonna murder you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, that was Annabelle, and she's like, "Oh, let me tuck you in." Like, <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I know. know. Yeah, and I feel like Judy had a little bit of the vibes um, that we talked about Linda having in Annabelle creation, where she was like. I mean, she was fearful kind of at the beginning, but then I think you kind of, you see her find her courage that is like, you know, kind of how her parents operate is like, obviously they're dealing with terrifying shit Mm -hmm. all the time and they, you know, have their, their courage and their faith and that's what allows them to face it over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of like the story of Judy getting to that point Mm -hmm. because by the end she She is is the one. She, yeah, yeah, she's the one. She, she also like, she knows what the problem is. She's the only one that was Mm -hmm. like, listen, this is what we need to do. This is what's going to fix it. But it is once again, like you said, a very strong female character because when, uh, she's the one that runs for the, uh, um, for the, she's like I'm gonna do it and she does it I think that that was it's kind of like I think it's carry on from the Annabelle Mm -hmm. creation Uh, a young girl being the strong character and the one that is gonna tell you what to do and this is what we're doing yeah and Mary Ellen is like super brave too like that point when they're Mm -hmm. trying to get the doll back and she like has to go into the closet in Ed's office and like walk past all of the coffins with all the fairy man's like dead bodies and everything and she's not screaming and I then like, she the hell? she she meets her own dead body with coins like, over its eyes. It's okay. Like, so like she was scared as shit, but like she still did what she yes. had to do. So I thought that that was. I mean, Danielle was just a hot mess the whole time. Yeah, but then it was all her fault. But whatever. Yeah. We forgive her because we have two really <laughs> strong like female characters. We got you know. Thanks a lot, Daniela. God, it's like thank you. She got great shoes though. She got the great old school <laughs> Adidas. I was watching yeah. them. I was like, I must have those. It was good. Yeah, yeah, she had. She definitely had some fun style. Yeah, they all did. It was so cute. I mean, that's. Uh, I think I find myself like watching the back of like, oh, look at all the little details, mm-hmm. and you know, once again, like the scenarios and the clothes, but. I did enjoy that it was once again another strong female character and it, you know a young female character yeah mm-hmm. both of them yeah mm-hmm. I think that um kind of w- one thing I kind of noticed between this and Annabelle creation they had the animated um scarecrow which mm-hmm. we talked about last episode it was like Harold mm-hmm. from uh-huh. scary stories to tell in the dark 
uh, the white the wedding dress reminded me also oh, about yeah. uh, mm-hmm. scary the stories dress. Mm-hmm. to tell the dark too yeah like it um because they had that urban legend like here's the dress that and it kills you yeah um or, you know, I, I don't remember if there was, like, a ghost in it or no, if it, it killed you. it was formaldehyde. Because mm-hmm. yeah. somebody had been buried in the dress and then they, like... They go crazy. Or not buried in it, but, like, you know, in mm-hmm. the it was wearing it in the funeral and embalmed. The embalming mm-hmm. fluid seeped into the dress and then the girl buys it at a thrift store. Yes. And, and yes, wears it to the prom and she's dancing and sweating and so she, like, absorbs the, the embalming fluid mm-hmm. and it kills her. I love yeah. that. There's that. And then there's also, um, it's called, I think it's The Bride... I think in the scary stories to tell in the dark, and it's also, um, it's a w- woman in the bride, and she it's on their wedding day, and there it's like tradition that they go play hide and go seek, and she goes to hide, and, oh, and they the can't find mm. her. Oh, yeah, no yes. one can find her ever again. And I forgot about they, that one. Yeah, everyone assumes like she ran away or she something. Like nobody really knows. And then one day somebody opens up a trunk. Mm-hmm. And they see her in her wedding dress, and she's like a skeleton, oh, yeah. um, and she's trapped inside. Yeah. So, so that like the lid fell and like knocked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy yeah. like that happened. So it kind of like the dress reminded me a little bit about those two. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that if this was something. That was just on Netflix. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. But I, it I doesn't think, measure up in this. I think context. in this context, because yeah. I love the Conjuring universe, I expect so much mm-hmm. yeah. from it. It didn't live up to what no, I would it didn't. hope. That's the yeah. horror. Yeah. I think I was finding, I think it was finding things that I liked instead of like, you know, like I, I don't like when I have to rewatch a movie and be like, oh, I did like that. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. Where you're just trying to like seek out stuff that you enjoyed versus ending the movie and be like, oh yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Like you just know. Uh, this one I didn't know. I think, yeah, we were expecting <laughs> I more, I think, of course, because, I mean, like, we had Annabelle Creation, so we're like, okay, what's going to happen? Oh, Annabelle Creation, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah that was but so then, good. Uh, and yeah, heavy was, hitter actors and, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So but. I'm like, really, at this point, I'm like, I'm afraid, are they going to continue with the Annabelle, you know, stories? I mean, eh. which would be awesome. I don't think I, so. There's not really yeah. any more to tell. Yeah. Because now, I mean, she she's in the artifact room, and with this movie, they tell the story of what could happen with her in the artifact yeah. room. That story's told. Yeah. Unless she somehow gets, like, moot, like a night at the museum-type scenario yeah. where she gets, like, transferred to another building and so, something So, I, I mean, I really hope that oh, this is the end see, of it, it unless they do something. It has the closing of, like, maybe it's in the future, and the artifacts thing... In real life, is gone. Yeah, it's been closed down. Mm-hmm. So, like, what happened to all of that stuff? It's just still there. Yeah, maybe it's like it. flash forward, like way in the future, and after the parents are dead, and Judy's having to like she's the executor because she's an only child, and she's having to deal with their Actually, home. There's and a son going, mm. for some reason. There's I told in you about life. it. Yeah, I told you about it because I was like I had the same question. I was thinking, what happened with all those things? Yeah, and I have it's no idea. Annabelle for real inside. There, yeah, I have no idea she about that. From the uh, okay. so, so you had um, information about the their mm-hmm. artifact room and the artifacts that were and that they might like be real or might not. ones, yeah, like the real, real ones. And which and ones I'm doing were inspired. air quotes for everyone at home yeah. if you're interested. Mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> so, this, so after watching the whole thing, and I was like, okay, that is amazing. And is this place open? Right? I mean. What's the backstory of everything? Short answer, no. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh-huh. My thing was, like, can I can I go there? Can I take them? Can I prime them? Can I find them on eBay? I just, you know. Can I again. wear the wedding dress? Can I see what <laughs> I happens? I need this haunted from yes. Alabama dress. Yes. And then also the samurai armor. <laughs> you know, it's a fashion statement. You can do whatever you want. So anyway, so I did go back. And the Warren Museum, the Warren's Museum is located actually in the Warren's former home, which is was in Monroe, Connecticut. It was a house. And it was a house with the basement with all the artifacts. And it was, uh, for a time, kind of used, quote unquote, you know, as a museum. But it closed in 2019. In 2019, when, it was actually when Lorraine closed. died? 
Yeah, it's close. Uh, so what happens is after all the movies and everything, you know, that all the attention went back to the Warrens, went back to the museum, uh, it closed. And the reason why it closed, it was because people, people made it close. So <laughs> the neighbors complained that there were too much traffic, that there was like too many people and that people were coming. And then there was blood sacrifices and the demons. Anyway, so people are, people made it uh, close. They just they said we cannot have this type of uh, this type of activity in our white picket fence neighborhood. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they decided to close it, which made me really sad. And once again, that's why I hate neighbors. What happened to everything that was there? So it's funny. It's interesting because what everybody asks is what happened to Annabelle. So actually, the Warrens had a son. And the son is the one that actually tells the story to like, don't worry. Annabelle never left the spot where she's been. She actually has a security system around her. Like around, there's cameras around the doll. There's a security system in what it is, you know, like the, the door. So if anything happens in that room, there's alarms that go everywhere. That seems excessive. Exactly. But then I mean, again. No, you just do a quick trip to Costco. <laughs> And get a few cameras. Get a Nest of Cam. Course. Get a Nest Cam. Yeah. Easy peasy. It's way less. I mean, you know. let, let's not act like this freaking entrapment. Like, this is the crown jewels that we need to protect with lasers. This is and- it Mission Impossible. It was yeah. not Mission Impossible, but what he was saying, the way it happens is like after the conjuring, everybody wanted to see Annabelle. So he has to make sure that there was no, some idiot that decided, I'm going to take her with me. You know, so. It was, I would do that. Of course, yeah. yeah <laughs> that. I mean, I would be, I touch it. I touch it. Can I touch it? I'll touch and it. And I would be able to give it to Grace as a gift. And she wouldn't even know that it was the real Annabelle because she thinks Annabelle is a porcelain doll. And then we can just watch what happens. Just watch what happens. Watch but what again, happens. Nest cams in her room to track what's going on. Oh my God, that sounds such a good point. And then, <laughs> and then we have a found footage scary movie about the real Annabelle. <gasps> it all circles back. Yes. It all goes back to the same thing. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> but I couldn't find, okay, so the museum is closed and I couldn't find any information about what were they going to do with it because they still own the house. They still have everything in there. I just couldn't find any information about what were they going to do with it. So I'm like really waiting to see what's going to happen with every single piece of crap that they have there. Other pieces of crap. Oh, the yeah. pieces of crap because at the end, the pieces of crap, right? But Haunted crap, possessed crap, bought crap, mm-hmm. soul crap. I would just wanted to know what's going to happen. But I couldn't find anything, which it was just like, mm. it was horrible. So I found that there's some, so there's certain things that we see in the movie that there are really in the, in the Warren's Museum, right? But they're mm-hmm. different stories. So one of the things that I did find was the wedding dress. They do have, it's not a wedding dress, they have a white gown. But Is it like my wedding dress that I used? Mm-hmm. I'm divorced, uh, listeners. But I took my wedding dress and made it a zombie bride no, and poured blood all over it's it? It's really awful. It's a bad okay. wedding dress. But then again... Wasn't that the year you were Cleopatra? Oh, yeah, that was the year. And Florence with Fifty Shades of Grey. I love that. And then you, oh, yes, you were the zombie bride. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still have that. It was not that. It was just a white gown. And I was, like, really waiting for it. And I was like, oh, it's just a gown. According to them, it was just a gown that it's, the story, it just gets kind of muddy. But it's just like the Warrens, right? Like the Warrens, we all know. We love the Warrens from The Conjuring, but the Warrens in real life were just like scammers. Lame. Lame and scammers. They were not the ones that, you know, we fell in love. So according to them, the white dress was actually uh, belonged to the white... It was the union... Sorry, go back. It was uh, belonged to the white lady, which is a ghost that hounds the Union Cemetery in Connecticut. That's what they said. So according oh, to sure, them, sure. it was that. Of course, sure, whatever. So, but I was like, <laughs> anyways. So I was thinking, is there such a thing as a haunted wedding dress? Yes, we all know that all wedding dresses, you know, are haunted. But is there one? So there's actually one. I found a haunted wedding dress. Uh and it's um, sorry about that. Can I wear it? No, you cannot <laughs> wear it. I thought what it was if you wear it. A, yeah. Ah. No, it was you know what it's fucking was not as amazing. And it's called the wedding of the wedding dress of sorrow. It belongs okay. to Anna Baker. 
She was uh, born in the 1800s. The dad, she fell in love with this poor guy. The dad says, you will not marry him. And then Dads. she'll never marry anybody. <laughs> so the sad thing is that they prepare a whole wedding in secret. And then the dad says, you're not getting married. So she's like, fine, I will not love anybody ever again. And she goes crazy. So that's the whole story? The whole story is that and she goes wedding, crazy. And the wedding dress is haunted. Because, the wedding, because she goes, according to the story, she wears that every day. So she kind of goes crazy as she's wearing the dress. She went all bridezilla. Totally fucking bridezilla. She was like, it's my wedding. Nobody listened to her. Is it like the grudge situation or is she putting her bad feelings into it? Totally. it. And then she dies. And then the wedding, the dress actually starts moving. The dress was seen like shaking and dancing. And everybody has seems to seen this apparition of the wedding dress. So mm. there's actually such a thing as a hunted wedding dress, which was really interesting. And we cannot see it because they put it away because moss and whatever it is. They Ghosts. Just, just like, whatever. There's witches. There's I was witches. like, can I wear it? But no, that was like it. Uh, I sent an email just in case. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you send it from, I'm not scared, you're scared? No, to I just sent it my, But could you imagine if they had this dress in one Do of those stupid... What if those stupid say yes to the dress and yeah. then we just put that? Oh my god, I will watch that. <laughs> I will watch that show all the. Oh god, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's a good idea. To who am I concerned? I'd like to wear your haunted wedding dress. <gasps> Sincerely, Lorena. Yes, please. Dictated, not written. <laughs> <laughs> please call me. Yes, I fit. Don't worry, I'll make it fit. Oh god, <laughs> that would never. I, I mean, I'm too big. 1800s. I'm too big for 1800s size. Yeah, but I remember too tall. It was hideous. It was just hideous. Yeah, they were sacks. Yeah. Potato sacks. back to the cold white. It was, oh God. I mean, I was like, well, I can see why this shit is hunted because it's ugly, right? But (laughs) that was just me. Like, no, there was no bit asshole there. The other story, oh my God. The other story, the one that I did not enjoy was the whole werewolf. Like, why did we have to have a werewolf? I was just not feeling it. They it needed something bad. to pursue Bob outside. Now there were oh, better choices. I there did read so that the ways. Warrens were like, we yeah, exercise. They actually demon, did. Like wolves. Yeah, so demon the werewolf was actually wolf. a guy named Bill Ramsey. And he actually lived in Exos, um, Exos England. Oh my God, he was, I know him. He was, <laughs> he was just a regular boy that one day he grew up and decided to act weird and have He's supernatural. No, he actually was like grown up wolf. Uh, there was no teen wolf. And then they came in. The Warren says, we can save you. Exercise them and they move on. Yeah. I didn't. I did not do a lot of research because I was not, I did not like it. I was not feeling the werewolf thing. Yeah, they said not. they exercise. I, did they write a book about that too? Of course they did. They always write a book about everything they do. I know. Yeah. I mean, some, can you on. still get these books? Like, can I Yeah, you can. It's them? on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. They're crappy. I, wonder, I looked it up on them. Amazon. I was yeah. like, oh, you can get all six books. I'm not going to do that. Is it a box set? It is a box I set. I want to say What yes. if you could get an audio book read by them? Oh, my God, that would be priceless. That would be amazing. I will totally buy that. I'll have to see if I can, like, check it out from the library. I would check stuff out from the library. I don't want to pay money for it. No, I wouldn't pay money. Because half the library's not going to have that. You You never know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Library has, like, crappy things sometimes. Yeah, but not obscure crappy things. Uh, Yeah. We'll see. Fair enough. If anybody has it, please send it. I will read it. But it was one of those, you know, same old, like, Warrens. Like, oh, we went in there, we'd save everybody, and move on. Mm. I was not really impressed with the whole werewolf then. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a little bit. It was Every bit, time I read that, I'm like, oh, sh- sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was in, it was kind of cheesy the way that they put it in the movie. But anyways, you know, some people do feel... I'm afraid of werewolves and everything Wait, but else. I feel like the problem with the werewolf is that it's it's leaping into another realm of the supernatural. Yes, because it's kind of other like than that, it's just like demons and ghosts. Yeah. Everything they do is just demons and ghosts. It's possessed well, by a gonna... ghost or it's possessed by... But like, now you're like, well, now we're going to do werewolves and vampires and swamp monsters and, and aliens. And it's just not... And... That is, yeah. yeah. Then we're watching Ancient Aliens yeah. and freaking out. And now yes. it's like the last season of the X Files, and you wonder why you're even still watching this show. Oh, but you have to. Early X Files. Early X Files. But the last ones. Random like, okay. note: I was watching 
that the other day, a few episodes. I was like, what if Bob had been pursued by a chupacabra out there? I would have been invested. <laughs> I would have been so invested on the I'd chupacabra. I'd be all I would totally be on that. Mm-hmm. But the werewolf was like, okay, fine, yeah. whatever. There's one episode to like kind of de- cre- deviate <laughs> our conversation. There's the one, uh, I think I taped it when I was okay, 11. I, I, I'm like, okay, I want to know what, okay, go. I was 11, I taped it. Okay, go. And it was the episode where the little boy uh, gets hit by, like, he follows a train and it's like a, like a play um, area where they have, like, games and, like, a little steam-powered train. Mm-hmm. And the little boy gets hit and killed. Mm-hmm. And his twin brother, and they're all, like, Romanian. Mm. And he's, like, possessed. Mm. And I think it's called the Kali, Kali Sari, something I can't remember. And they have to perform an exorcism. Ooh, um, I love exorcism. And it was really, really good. And this, I want to say this is, like, first season, first or second it season. It had to X-Files. be. Because of a, is it Hulu now that has, like, all of X-Files on yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's a little. Ooh, yeah. I but must was, watch that. It was That's very a good one. Good. I, I think the first really and the second season went amazing. Yeah. After yeah, it was that, fantastic. it was just like, whatever. Speaking of demons, whatever. Yeah. But that yeah. was really. So we digress. Well we love exorcisms. I'm like always yeah, game for, for a good it. one. For a sure. good one. I'm always game. Um, then, of course, like if you go down everything that they had in their vaults, everything you take it with a grain of salt, right? Like, uh, I was looking for something <laughs> as a... You know, you don't believe it? Hook, lane, and sinker? And you're like, oh, oh my no. god. I, you know what? I do want to believe something. And okay, I want to this... believe. I want to believe. <laughs> I smells, baby. I, hey, I want to hey, believe because I'm thinking... Everyone's like, I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> We've lost them. But no, <laughs> I know. There was not a lot of things that were real. The samurai uh, armor was it's there which is funny the interesting thing is like you will f- go in there and you will see a samurai armor but they will not tell you anything about the story really that there they was started not, buying some bullshit stuff to make not, the room look better they just like, go everybody like, thought that it was great well they're um, like yeah there was like a TV and like an old timey telephone in there and it's like was the telephone possessed? Like, no. what is it doing in here? That's Alexander yeah. Graham Bell's <laughs> phone. Like, but there was no TV, and I was thinking, like, okay, that would have been great. There was a mirror, but no, there was nothing else. I think oh. the only ones that we could find, uh, that I would, like, actually found things was the dress and the werewolf. Mm. I did look for the samurai, but no, there was nothing there. Uh-huh. I mm. randomly looked this up. That episode I talked about is called the Kali Sari. How did I remember that? Yeah. From because it was a good. million years ago. It yeah, was it's good. the twenty first episode in the second season. It's in the second season. I told you. So it's good. check it out. I must watch it. It's a good one. I have to watch it. So yeah, it was a disappointment. My um when you did did a deep dive into their artifacts. And there was not depth to it dive deeply into. Disappointment <laughs> people. A deep dive into a shallow pool. <laughs> it was so bad. I was trying. Everyone's but like, there's no witches uh, attached to this. And yeah, you're like, I was like, mm, okay. No. Yeah, no. Oh, I was bummer. like, a, sorry. I would I wanted something. I was okay. looking for the yeah. monkey. I'm sorry, but yeah. oh, a freaking the freaking monkey. Or a grinder monkey. That's monkey, right. monkey shine. Monkey yes, shine. but no, nothing. Monkey shine. I did my research. Okay. There was nothing. This okay, well, scary. so a bright side about this movie, um, as you know, I've been saying all along that all the movies in the Conjuring universe are too scary to show your children. This one really kind of isn't. Yeah, you can show um, this one to your kids. It doesn't have any blood or gore, really. No. And just like no. all of them, there's no adult scenes. Mm-hmm. There's no nudity. There's no swearing. There's no drinking or anything like that. It's just how scary is it? And as we all kind of agree, it's a little hokier. Mm-hmm. I thought that there were some scenes that were very suspenseful and creepy, but not nearly as terrifying as some of the other movies in the Conjuring universe that we've already talked about. So if you were going to maybe like you have a kid, um, let's say so Grace, you know, she's still she's 12 and a half and she's seen all of these. But if you have a kid like around her age and you want to dip their toe into the Conjuring universe because they've watched some other scary movies and they want more. You could start with this one, even though it would be out of order release-wise. Mm-hmm. Timeline-wise, it's not so much of a problem. Yeah. But it would be maybe a good indicator. Is like, if this was way too scary for them, then you absolutely know that they shouldn't watch any of the other ones. None of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mentioned before we recorded that they gave this an R rating, but, like, it was kind not. of because of its predecessors, not yeah. because... 
it there's really any rhyme or reason. One. It didn't yeah. deserve one, an yeah. R rating. No, it's, not at all. I think it was yeah. a PG-13. Yeah. Totally. For sure. Because and I did uh, go to look it up on Common Sense Media, and I found out something I've never realized before, that it's actually a, a subscription-based website, mm. and you're only allowed a certain number of free reviews per month. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I had already exceeded my number of reviews for the month. So I was not actually able to read what they had to say about either uh, Annabelle Creation or Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. But they would have been like, no. (laughs) Or Annabelle Creation and like, "Ah, maybe. Maybe (laughs) for Annabelle Depends what you show them first. But yeah, I think it was was one of the safest choices in the whole universe. It's a little more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a little less realistic and intense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, because obviously the werewolf is super hokey. Yeah. The bride, like, the wedding dress, like, that's a little, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. You still have the Annabelle doll, which is very creepy. Yeah. Um, and the fairy man was, was really I like scary. this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still feel like there are lots of scenes that are very creepy and suspenseful, but it's not terrifying. No. Like yeah, some no. of the other ones. Not like Animal Creation. No, that's for sure. Because that, that was, was good. Yeah. just demented. from the beginning <laughs> to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's my But this one I thought I thought it was really fun. I thought it was entertaining and enjoyable. I really liked the characters. I thought the whole thing was kind of charming. And I liked the creepy stuff. So that is why, although it is not my favorite, I am a fan. I'd give it a B minus. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, not an F. No, it didn't fail you know. because there were. I mean, there was things that were good. It yeah. did not fail. It was not great. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good discussion. Interesting artifact. Shallow dive. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I did I it. Not for lack of trying. I did not it. Try. <laughs> I really try, but I couldn't find yeah. anything because I, did I was. It. I was thinking if I can find them, I will put them on my Christmas list, and that. Yeah, like, you want one too? I will send it to people. You know? I did it off the cuff. X-Files recommendation episode. Um, But, yeah, good discussion. Next time we are talking about... I think we're doing a double feature for our next episode. So So we're talking about two movies in one. Yeah, two movies in one. The Nun and La Llorona. Oh, you good. Um, Yes, that's good. I don't know the years they came out. Uh, Uh, I'm not going to look one up right now. So, Mm -hmm. whatever. La Llorona was... 2019. The Nun, I think, was 2018. Okay. So, Verona came out the same year as Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about those two. If you've not watched them, we'll be talking about them in depth and giving spoilers. So, if you are, if you're going to be mad about that. accordingly. So, I have to watch them. I have not watched those because you told me they were not good. Um, yes, I, you honest, did. No, no, no. I know I did. I know <laughs> I like, said. Yes, you did. I know I was like. No, try to take it back now. Don't watch the nun. It's Garbo. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I, I like the nun. Hold on, though. On a rewatch, I actually enjoyed it. I okay. thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's. I, yeah, because yeah, you will be. Like, I don't know uh, what I was expecting. Maybe I was just like all tilted and mad about something. I can't remember. Maybe I was just like The fact that impatient. the timeline didn't add up with Ed and Lorraine's relationship. Of course. I was like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense! This is <laughs> Yes! It, this is not the way it goes. But yeah, okay, so I'll okay. watch it. I'll watch yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'll Give watch it, it for watch. the first time. Yes, and um, then I'll see what happens. It's interesting. Yeah, I like them both. I love that. It's interesting. They're not my favorite, <laughs> but they're not my least favorite movies. So that's okay. how that's how she talks about her friends too. She's like, "Oh, Katie, yeah, she's interesting. Yeah, she's okay, not, she's, she's not, not my favorite. She's not the worst. Yeah, she's, it's okay. I'm laughing because it's true. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I give Katie a B minus. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even want to know. It's like you need a B minus. You need a, you need extra credit. <laughs> <laughs>